Welcome in to From the Nosebleeds. Vince Lobiondo here in the studio with Pat O'Leary, Taylor behind the desk. And uh, we got Seamus Doyle coming in virtually today because he is co- he has come down with something. Not COVID, but uh, Philly's Seamus, fever. what's up? Yeah, it's Philly's fever. Dog, I can't, like, I couldn't hear any of that. <laughs> like, heard, Just to say what's up to I the people. Was, all I heard was Seamus, what's up? After, like, three hours of you carrying on. Well, what is up? <laughs> I guess he, uh, yeah. Do your goddamn job, dude. This is gonna be this is gonna be the most interesting episode of From the Nosebleeds ever because if you follow this podcast, you know that part of the lore is that Seamus cannot work with technology whatsoever. So uh shout out to Taylor for putting in the extra minutes over there trying to get Seamus to be able to hear us. Took it took him twenty minutes to figure it, it out. Bro, I didn't hear any of that. Yeah. Yeah. Seamus right. he's uh, he's gonna end up getting lost at some point, but uh Anyway, I guess I'll just carry on this conversation yeah, with O'Leary. I will say this, though. Hold on, hold on. I will say this. Oh, okay. I can't hear anything you guys are saying, so I, I guess I'm going to have to dip out eventually. But all I want to say is Trey Turner is a goddamn king, and he's going to bat leadoff. Enough of this Kyle Schwarber 46 home runs out of leadoff spot nonsense. I Don't agree. Don't who you are. Trey Turner's a leadoff hitter. That's all. 100%. And this is ginger ginger milk. My dad said it'll help me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I agree. Uh, yeah, Seamus, this probably isn't going to work out. Uh, he is inept when it comes to technology. So it's the Vincent, o- it's the Vincent O'Leary show here, and Taylor, of course. But uh, as Seamus just said, uh, in the last couple, what was it, two days ago? What yeah. day was it? Two days ago, Monday. Monday. Uh, the Phillies signed Trey Turner, superstar shortstop, to an 11-year, $300 million mm-hmm. deal, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously that was, like, number one on most people's, like, off-season wish list or, like, best off-season shit. So, like, O'Leary, how, how are you feeling about that? I'm fucking ecstatic. I mean, you get an actual leadoff hitter. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, I agree with what Seamus said about Yeah, like, if you put Schwarber in the two-hole, you put him in the three-hole, wherever you put him now, he's just going to be hitting two and three-run home runs He's instead of these solo shots. I mean, that's just, like astronomically better than just i mean i get yeah. starting off the game with a shot whatever but imagine starting off the game with a Dude, double and then a shot i <laughs> like, listen i i you know me and i'm not at all like a traditionalist of baseball yeah. fuck the traditionalists of baseball but like i do believe in the fact that like your leadoff hitter should be a fucking contact guy yeah like that is the one thing i subscribe to in like the old traditions of baseball mm-hmm. the guy that bats first should be a pretty high average contact guy who gets on base for the next guys to come up like in a perfect world kyle schwarber should be batting fourth at cleanup yeah but we do have bryce harper so we're not going to do yes that. obviously <laughs> like I don't listen. I'm just excited because Trey Turner is like a legitimate superstar, mm-hmm. and like he he brings a lot like to the game, like as far as contact, power, speed, defense. Like yeah. he's he's got pretty much it all. Like he's a perfect jack of all trades, and like it's just something that like the team the team needed like a good guy to fill in it short. Like obviously like Gene is gone, yeah. so now you have uh, Bryson at second, and like. It's just an awesome. It, it w- I would say it's a loaded infield if Reese wasn't still yeah, here. But, I mean. Which, listen, God, God bless. I hope that he has a bounce back year. But like, it's kind of funny here, like what that we say. We hope he has a bounce back year when he's coming off a year where he hit thirty home runs. But still, like, it's just no, I it's know. so infuriating. Like watching him play because his the lows year. are just so bad. They're so low. His his highs are great. Like. Like, listen, we on the show, we are obviously like, you know, Hoskin, and Hoskout, all that shit. But like mm-hmm. on a serious note, like he when he's on a hot streak, he is legitimately a very good player offensively. Obviously, I think his defense sucks all the yeah. time. Yeah. But like offensively speaking, he is amazing when he is on one. Mm-hmm. But like he's on one for a month. And then if on that, a cold, yeah. <laughs> let's let's say hypothetically speaking, he's on one for a month, and then he's all he's on a cold streak for two months. Yeah, and like they always hit at the most inopportune times, like in the World Series. I mean, obviously <laughs> he hit a homer in Game Three, but like that was about it. Him, yeah, he was striking out left and goddamn right. It's awful to see, but uh, adding Trey Turner, you, you're never going to be mad about adding a guy like Trey Turner into any lineup. And now this lineup is just studded. And I think he, it definitely makes him a lineup more complete because, like, yeah. you do have guys that are more contact Dude, hitters. I like mean, Alec Bohm and Trey. Yeah, Turner Alec Bohm. Yeah, it's like 
you're adding to these contact hitters, and you're adding a guy that'll actually also slug a little bit too. He just won a silver yeah, slugger last year. Like he's he, he brings a little bit of everything. But yeah. like this lineup now, looking at it, like you got Kyle Schwarber who just led the NL in homers. You mm-hmm. have uh, Nick Castellanos who could have a bounce back year. Like Pff, I know that we're does, all man. so low on him right now, rightfully so, because he just had an awful fucking year, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Even though somehow he pulled a couple defensive studded plays out of his ass. Well, because he took Adderall in the playoffs. <laughs> there you he go. He was juicing. So like you have Kyle Schwarber, <laughs> Nick Castellanos, who like if he bounces back to even half of what he was before he came here, like he's a star. Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper, nothing need be said there. Trey Turner now in the mix. Uh, Alec Bohm, who like you said is a great contact guy at this point. Hopefully he can add some power, but like. I'll take the contact hitting, whatever. Yeah. Bryson Stodd, who like has been able to put together amazing at bats, like he's a veteran. That's Obvious- that's the craziest part yeah. about him. He's such a young guy, and he's like putting together these like ten pitch at bats. Absolutely, like in the playoffs, you know, you hope that like some more of those at bats like lead to hits mm-hmm. or walks, yeah. but like. It's just impressive seeing him work a count the way he does at such a young age. Mm-hmm. JT Romuto is still in the lineup. Obviously, he's great. And then uh, looking at another aspect of the team, the pitching, they just added uh, Taiwan Walker, right? That's mm-hmm. how you pronounce his first name. I'm, I don't want to fuck that up. But he's, like, a pretty decent pitcher. Obviously, he's not Rodon, but, like, yeah, I mean, you look at what Rodon's going to get paid. I yeah. just pronounced it two different ways. I'm a jackass. <laughs> Rodon, whatever. That's how I'm going to go with it. Yeah, he's going to get paid, on. like, 30 mil. My biggest thing, too, is, like, so many people were kind of disappointed in the Walker signing because it was four years, 17 mil, uh, or 18 mil. Everything's but an overpay nowadays. That's, just, that's, that's the name of the game. Be, yeah, and the other thing, too, for me is, like, he was a good pitcher last year. He was 12-5. and five, He had a 3.9 ERA. Like, that is very yeah. solid. That's, like, third, the number, fourth guy numbers. Yeah, the number three, like, you know, you have Wheels, Nola, uh, Walker, and uh, Ranger now, yeah, and then I mean, Painter comes up at some point, and, like, hey, Dombrowski he, said, like, he has a very good shot of making the roster opening day. That, so was, like, that was great to hear. Yeah, so, so that was like, very encouraging. the rotate, listen, obviously, you would love a guy like Rodon. He's a fucking star, but, like, you also got to look at like the negatives of signing him though because there was a there was some speculation this was his first 100 inning season yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah, so and it's like his sixth year in the league like <clears throat> do we really need another guy that's going to be injured? Zach Eflin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Zach, you you mean the guy who got the largest contract in Tampa Bay Rays history, oh, Zach Eflin? $30 million. Oh, that baby. is that is the most insane fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> But I love Zach. I love Zach Eflin. So I digress. So does Aaron Nola. So he'll probably suck this year. Um, but <laughs> the the thing with uh, Walker is like so many people were down on the money and all that. And it's like honestly, who fucking cares? Listen, everything cares? everything's an overpay now. Look back at Bryce Harper's contract. Mm-hmm. At the time, it was like wow, that's a big long contract. Yeah. <laughs> now that contract is like a, j- a like cheap pennies. deal, right, dude? Like everyone's like, oh Trey Turner, we're gonna be paying him this much when he's <clears> thirty nine years old. Who fucking knows what the what the cap looks like at that point? Like yeah. it'll be so much different that by the time you even get there, which by the way, like let's not even pretend like twenty fucking thirty whatever is is a real time. Like <laughs> the world's gonna end by then. It's uh, all gonna burn. But anyway, like if you once you get there, like the the money's not gonna look n- the same as no. it does now. No. So like let's fucking cross that bridge when we get there. Like. Uh, Seamus alluded to this on Twitter, and I, I will talk about it a little bit here. And it applies for the Eagles, like the negativity. Like I really do feel like sometimes people just want to be negative. Like we make a bombshell signing in Trey Turner, sign a good friend of Bryce Harper, a guy that could come here and carry some of the load while Bryce is gone for mm-hmm. half the season. Like a, a fantastic player by every metric of baseball, and you have people bitching and complaining about what money we'll be spending in 20 fucking 30. Yeah, like, like who don't actually shit. cares? Who cares? We will worry about that when we get there. And like I just said, the money won't look the same. Like for now, why can't we just be happy? We just signed a stud. I know. And Another the, star is in our lineup now. And you're not paying him like insane money. Like that's the other thing too. It's like you're really no, not the, paying the him. The money per year <laughs> isn't isn't crazy at all. I know, especially like what twenty seven a year. Yeah, and you just got Aaron Judge who's getting paid forty mil a year now. Like, yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, how about John Heyman fucking that oh, one? That was hysterical. tweeting uh, arson Judge going to the Giants. So that- many people were just tweeting at him to just literally off himself, and I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> people take this way too seriously. I mean, dude, that's like, a, yeah, that 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 they shouldn't be doing that. That is, <laughs> know, that is an all time fuck. Giants up, fans funny. very weird, very very strange fan base. I don't I know why this just <laughs> creeped into my mind, but speaking of like years. Uh, money per years on contracts. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is about to sign with a Saudi Arabia oh soccer God, club was, yeah. and get paid two hundred and seven million dollars per year. Yeah, that's stupid. That is that's so stupid. funny to me. He just got benched for Portugal too. He's kind of washed. I know. But uh, anyway, back to the Phillies. Uh, it should be, listen. I'm excited for the year. Like it does. Like 
it kind of sucks like when you remember that Harper's going to miss so much time. Yeah. But like as long as you have got like again, if Castellanos uh yeah, if he comes back up. to what he is, Trey Turner's here now like and I just said he can carry the load a little bit of offensively like you have guys in place that like this team shouldn't be like drowning before Bryce gets back. Like mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna be competing for the division, and then Bryce is gonna come back, and that might that could be what puts the Phillies over the top to win the division. Which, speaking of which, why have Braves fans on Twitter gotten like so bold about like the Phillies are really doing all this, thinking they're gonna win the division? We just fucking beat you in the playoffs after not winning the division. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> you won the division. Awesome, hang that fucking pennant up if you want. We got the NL pennant. Yeah, like you, you sorry sons of bitches. Like, I don't... Listen, the Braves are a great franchise, great team, but, like, the fans are getting real bold talking shit on us when we fucking beat you in a playoff series this year. Yeah. That that is insane to me. I honestly love it. Oh, I love it because it it gives me fuel. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, like also, I like when other fan bases make themselves look dumb. Mm -hmm. Like, when it's not us. Yeah, and there's been all this talk about, you know, us signing all these big-name guys. I think Jake Cave, Loki, is the biggest signing we've had. For no reason. No, I was kidding. You can laugh. (laughs) Because that guy, I don't, that signing makes fucking no sense, by the way. Like, I get you want another platoon guy or whatever, I guess, in the outfield. But, like, you already have Sosa who can play outfield. You already have Maton who can play outfield or anything. You could play fucking Veerling in the outfield. Like, it seems so pointless to me. I get get we got him for pennies. We picked him up off waivers from the Orioles. But, like, it's so dumb. Like, I just don't get that yeah. signing, and I feel like they're just gonna end up waving him at some point anyway. I don't even know if he'll make the uh, starting day roster. I also uh, I love how the I forget what platform it was tweeted out uh, when Kyle Gibson signed with the <laughs> Orioles. They said like the Orioles are loading up for this season. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, Kyle, signing Kyle Gibson <laughs> is a sign of loading up. <laughs> like that is the you know when a team signs Kyle yeah. Gibson, they're all in. Yeah, I mean, like, fuck. <laughs> come on, <laughs> they should have gone for Eflin like, too. Jesus honestly. Christ. Nah, he was too busy signing. The, again, again, I state, Dak Eflin was busy signing the largest contract in Tampa Bay Rays history. I honestly don't know how the Rays do it, because they had, like, the low, I think they had $60 million on their payroll when we went to the World Series a couple years ago. That's fucking crazy. Dude, <laughs> like, the, I can't even imagine that. And the, Yeah, they're always good somehow. They, yeah, pay, they pay no one. I know. And they, I, it doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Good, good for um, them. <laughs> uh, one of the other guys we got, uh, Strom, Strom, whatever you pronounce it, uh, apparently people are saying he's, like, the white Alvarado. So I kind of hey, fuck with go. that, honestly, because <laughs> if we can just get more guys like Jose, then you just fill, fill your bullpen with literally guys like Jose. Just and guys that have heat. Yeah, just literal heat. That's pretty much what everybody around the league is trying to do at this point. So, like, why the fuck yeah. not just keep doing that? Follow the fucking formula. If it works, it works. Like, that's what we got beat by was their bullpen. Uh, the Astros was just throwing heat yeah. from, like, innings, innings seven through nine. I mean, their, their bullpen is fucking nasty. Yeah, I know. But they were just they came in throwing, like, 9,900 the whole time. And they were just smoking our guys with them. Yeah. Speaking of the Astros pitching staff, uh, Justin Verlander to the Mets. Oh, I mean, my God. I love that. I, obviously, Jacob deGrom goes to uh, Texas, which, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're still not going to do anything. Yeah, really. I mean, I we'll know. see in a couple of years. Uh, good for Jacob deGrom. He's the best pitcher of this generation, I think. Uh, but, I mean, they when were When play- he's healthy. Yes. Yeah, when he's healthy. <laughs> Verlander, like, obviously he's really good, but he's so he he is so old. I have a feeling he falls off, one, because he went to the Mets. I mean, the and they Mets just have just, comically bad luck. Yeah, uh, they're the Mets. He's forty. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how long can you keep this up, dude? And he got shelled, dude. When he got will, shelled in the world. When series. will he just retire and like go live his life with Kate Upton? I mean, like, she wants to keep supporting him, unlike no, Giselle. Well, so. Yeah, that was that was so <laughs> when they won the World Series and like she was doing that Just whole talk on the shade. broadcast with them. I was like, Tom Brady has to be crying right now because <laughs> like she was. But like, how are you, Justin Verlander, and you like just don't want to like just stay at home with your supermodel wife because you could travel around the entire u.s with her and you'll, she'll still blow you the whole way <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess listen i i think he's gonna fall off at some point too. Nah, he's, he so, he's so old he either falls off a cliff halfway through this year or right after this year i really uh, don't think mets fans were like coping hard about like losing the ground but adding uh, verlander like it's it's a big fucking loss dude you lost the best pitcher in baseball and then you got the former best pitcher in baseball from 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong. He had a Cy Young year last year, obviously. But still, I just I don't see it continuing that yeah, way Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a year the Phillies could uh, maybe win the division. I mean, Make some noise. It's, it's a competitive division at this point because the uh, Yeah, what the, the fuck, Mets dude? Like, every, every Eastern division, every National Eastern division yeah, the, is now just sick. The Mets, Braves, and Phillies are all good, and the Nationals are 
No, no, no. I'm talking about the fucking. I'm talking about the NFC East and the NL East. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like everybody. Oh my sick dude, we're now. like two years removed. Well, I guess we can use this as a smooth transition <laughs> into the Eagles. Nice, nice thinking, O'Leary. Uh, we're like two years removed from the NFC East putting a team in the playoffs that was seven and nine. <laughs> I know. And now, like. Now, like now, the entire division's about to make the playoffs. Yeah, the whole like, division's the in the fuck? playoffs at the moment. Which it's that's why it's so fucking funny that the Giants and the Commanders died. I know that is fucking it made, it made amazing. My day so, that. all right, that's a, that's enough of the Phillies. There's not really much else to say. Let's move on to the Eagles. Their mm. win, their big win over Huge. the Tennessee Titans to move to eleven and one. Tennessee Titans, one of the best, best, best teams in the NFL right now, right? I mean, certainly one of the best defenses. Like, no yeah, joke. No, I agree. Like, one of the best defenses, and the fucking Eagles just had a game that they so desperately needed to have. Well, just kick shit-kicking a team. I think my favorite part of the whole game was the entire week leading up to it. Obviously, you have WIP guys, ESP, being like, oh, they've had, like, the worst passing yardage games the past two weeks. And it's like... Oh, wait. Yeah. What'd you say? Oh, Jalen Hurts just threw for 380 fucking yards and three touchdowns. What did we come in here? What did we come in here and say last week after the Packers? After the stupid and unfair uproar about the run game (laughs) and after the Packers game, we came in here and we said, you take what the fucking defense gives you. you Listen, I get that the last couple weeks they hadn't been throwing the ball much, but like you're game planning for certain teams. Yeah, exactly. And like the Titans just so happened to have a little bit more of a giving. Uh, secondary. Mm-hmm. So we fucking took. Also, I would imagine a little bit of it played into the fact that AJ Brown was probably like, "Give me the fucking ball in this game." <laughs> Give me the rock. He, he said as much. He wanted to retire there. Yep. He thought he envisioned his whole career there, and they traded him. Which, by the way, how fucking hilarious is it that two days later the GM gets fired? It was so perfect. I mean, that is so directly linked the, to that. The boss, the the fucking owner of the team, is getting flipped off by birds fans, double birds well, or the birds. I mean, it's legit though. Like <laughs> he was like, no more, dude. If you're Don't the owner this. of the team, if you're the fan of the team, if you're even a player on the team, mm-hmm. seeing what AJ Brown does to your team, and then like, meanwhile, your offense is garbage. <laughs> it's like. We had this guy, Made by and we day. got rid of him like yeah. for for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like Traylon Burks, it, obviously he's not AJ Brown. He's fine. He's good. He got yeah. hurt in that game. I hope he gets better. But like, for example, the Eagles drafted Devonte Smith and then traded for AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't the fucking Titans draft Traylon Burks and just keep AJ Brown? Like, what is stopping yeah, you from you doing that? Two guys that are similar skill sets right across from each other. That'd yeah, be sick. I mean, so like <laughs> let's let's start off. I guess we'll talk about the def. I want to talk about the defense first. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean the. Ryan Tannehill stinks. He sucks. Uh, And Derrick Henry, listen, this is where, this is the interesting part of this one. Last week, I came in here and I said the sentiment that most of the people in the city were saying that it was a little worrying that A.J. Dillon was able to run all over us like that and kind of little boy our whole entire team. And we were like, oh, fuck, Derrick Henry's coming in next week and he's (laughs) way bigger. The king of little boy. (laughs) Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry didn't look Great. What do you have? Like thirty yards. Thirty yards rushing. I'm gonna That's pull up it. the stats. Yeah, I mean, literally thirty he's, yards. He's, I think to be honest, attempts. he's he's in a like a little bit of a slump like these last couple games. But the Eagles were able yeah, to still, shut him down completely. Like I get he's in a little bit of a slump, but if I, you have such a bad run defense, what what the fuck? Like the other thing too, though. Jordan honestly, Davis come back. <laughs> the only the only thing too though is like, obviously your defense is gonna get better with Jordan Davis. But at the same time, I feel like the Eagles' defense has had more of an issue with shifty backs than they have with Power just backs. straight running backs. Because like when you're running straight at the defense, that's that's Derrick Henry's thing. He runs straight at you, he breaks a tackle, and he goes for another 10 yards. If you can't break that first tackle because you have 7,000 pounds of Jordan Davis and Linvale <laughs> Joseph and Ndamukong Sue on top of you, then you're fucked anyway. But also, like those guys aren't going to be able to move as laterally to fucking get guys that are shifty as shit. Yeah. So that's why you see guys like A.J. Dillon, who's like, he's not that shifty, but he's still shiftier than fucking Derrick Henry. And you see guys like Aaron Jones having success. Jonathan Taylor, obviously he got shut down later, but that was mostly because their O-line sucks. But it's just yeah. it, it was awesome to see and very encouraging to see them just shut down one of the greatest backs in the NFL right now. And Titans were playing from behind the whole time. Yeah, so. that too. Yeah, well, dude, with the running game, the most annoying thing was in the beginning of the game there were a couple of Tannehill carries that like. That's, it, that, that I was like, how are we stopping yeah. Henry? But like Ryan Tannehill's running all over us. Like he ran three times for 34 yards. Yeah. And it must have been. In the I think very he was beginning. their leading rusher. Yeah, he was. He, <laughs> he, he was averaging 11.3 yards a carry though. Mm-hmm. Like I was getting so mad in the beginning of the game. Well, because they didn't think he was going to run because he had that ankle injury coming in. Yeah. So they're like, ah, oh, yeah, he's not. Gonna, he didn't do it last week either. I mean, against the against the uh, Bengals last week, he just sat in the pocket and took sacks. Yeah. 
because he could not move on that ankle. And I guess this week he felt better. This is another game like where I'm going to give a little bit of props to Jonathan Gannon. Like, listen, as much as this city wants to tear him apart, the fucking Eagles defense is like how many sacks they have this week? Like six or five. Mm -hmm. And they're like they're top five in the league in sacks. And I'm pretty sure like they are one of, if not the leader in turnovers. Yeah. So like clearly he's doing something right. Like, yeah, you let up 33 points to the Packers, but as we talked about, that was more a field position thing, which, speaking of which, special teams. Coming into this game, special teams was a huge concern, and that was, like, one of the things, like, oh, that's going to bite us in the ass. And uh, they looked good. Yeah, Britton Covey had, what, 118 Britton, yards? Britton Covey like had his best game as a returner. There was a guy who I can't remember on the special teams. Like, he Jack made a Stoll. big... Yeah, no, no, no. He made a big tackle in the the very fucking... On the kickoff. I can't remember his name, though. I think it was Jack Stoll. I don't think it was. No? I, it was a guy that, like, they just brought up and put on the roster. And I can't remember his name. I I was listening. I, know, to, I, I was listening. To shout out to Bell and the Birdman. They were mentioning him a couple times, and I they were they made a good point. Like he's one of those guys that like the Eagles call up mid year, and you're like, where the fuck is this guy been? Yeah, like where has he been? I can't. I'm so mad. I can't remember his name. But uh, the special teams looked way better. Uh, maybe that's a result of the coaching staff, like Sirianni, getting more hands on, or mm-hmm. uh, I don't know the name of the special teams coordinator, but like maybe he just got his shit together, yeah. which is awesome because you don't want things like that to bite you in the ass. Uh, you want Britton Covey to at least look like a competent. Uh, return man mm-hmm. you don't want fucking the Packers to return every kick to like the 50 yard line yeah. like especially it, in the second it, half it can, when yeah, you're trying can, to hold a lead completely compromises you so that was really big they looked better um, as far again just back to the defense there's nothing really to say I mean the the Titans run, passing game is abysmal Pretty especially especially yeah. when Traylon Burks gets hurt and then the run game was shut down so just props to the defense man I mean Jordan Davis played limited snaps but I mean, clearly he must have had some effect because yeah. and I think Derek Henry I mean, did nothing. Just the combo of him and the guys we brought in is just like yeah. that's that's crazy, dude. That, listen, I mean, we have two hundred like three hundred fifty pound guys in there. Howie does a great job of correcting things midseason, mm-hmm. and that was one of them. Uh, and then on the other side, the more exciting side for the Eagles, uh, offensively, uh, Jalen Hurts, your back-to-back NFC player, offensive player of the week. Yes, sir. Uh, two weeks in a row, he's the yes, first. Sir. He's the first player ever to. Throw for 350 plus yards the game after rushing for 150 plus <laughs> yards. The first ever. Man, uh, just so keeps, man just keeps making up like new stat records. It's 20, actually hysterical. Yeah. 29 of 39, 380 yards, three touchdowns uh, through the air, two of which to AJ Brown, one of which to Devontae Smith, who both mm-hmm. went for 100 plus yards. Yep. And then uh, Jalen ran one in as well. Um, for the offense, the beginning of this game was extremely fucking frustrating because. Yes. There were penalties on every play. The offensive line was acting completely out of character. Mm-hmm. False starts on fucking... It felt like every single play was Literally. Every drive was getting killed by false starts in that first half. It, or at least the first quarter. And you know they got their ass handed to them by Jeff Stout. Oh, absolutely. Monday. It's crazy, though, because like when the, like when outside of the penalties, they played amazing. Yeah. But like the penalties were so it annoying. It was just such a, so out of character for them. It was just like, what is, what is going yeah, on Jordan Mylotta got a couple. And Lane Johnson. Lane Johnson. Had, Lane Johnson, the first one of the game. Yeah. Jason Kelsey had two, I think. I, I couldn't. I literally, had two. I like, couldn't <laughs> believe it. I, I could not believe it. Uh, and then, I literally, I was watching it at Xfinity, and I was talking to my one friend that was there, and I was just looking at him. I was like, what the fuck is happening? We just entered like an alternate reality where yeah. Jeff Stoutland, or no, sorry, not Jeff Stoutland, where Jason Kelsey just gets <laughs> false starts now instead of fucking like doing anything. And I know if Seamus was here right now, he'd be like, Jason Kelsey's not that good. We're allowed to yeah, criticize no. him. Shut the fuck up. I was, uh, just, <laughs> I was, I was patiently waiting, or like, I guess frustratedly waiting on the narrative to be like, oh, wow, the Eagles offensive line's playing like this after, right after they uh, <laughs> released their Christmas album. Like maybe if they focus more on football. I was a waiting Christmas for Christmas album that they recorded in July. <laughs> I was waiting yes. for someone to say some <laughs> shit like that. Speaking of which, that the songs they've put out oh so far, fuck. They actually they are actually really good. Literally, so they were saying ahead of time that Lane Johnson's voice sounded like Elvis, and when they just released "Fucking White Christmas," I literally Blue Christmas. Sorry, Blue Christmas. I was literally just sitting there like. Holy shit! Like he does sound exactly. It's like kind of funny your that they're boy like Elvis. That. It's kind of funny <laughs> that yeah, my boy, not my, not my boy. Anyway, no, uh, yeah, the offensive line was playing frustratingly mm-hmm. in the beginning. They played a good game. Um, the ru- the run game just wasn't. This is why I love this Eagles offense because yeah. last week you set a franchise record, or I think it was franchise record or something close to uh, rushing yards in mm-hmm. a game. 
because that's what the defense was like giving the you. Since the 80s and then you come like out that. in this game, and clearly the fucking uh, game plan was we're passing the ball, mm-hmm. and the run game wasn't as much. Uh, Miles Sanders led the team with 24 yards, 10 carries, like nothing crazy. But Jalen Hurts comes out slinging and throws for 380. Yeah. Like this offense can beat you a multitude of ways. They can mm-hmm. beat you close. They can blow you out. They can beat you through the air. They can beat you on the ground. Like. Mm-hmm. They just can't beat you when the refs are calling shit. <laughs> it's a, it is a compl- it's a diverse offense, and like I don't know why people bitch. Like that's what you should want. Mm-hmm. Like because um, if you are one of those teams, like we saw last year, the Eagles were a run team. Yes. they didn't really have a passing game because Jalen hadn't taken those steps yet. Plus, the receivers weren't great, and they were a run team. And what happened? They got exposed because they said, you know, oh Jalen can't he can't read the defense or whatever. Blah exactly blah blah. What Todd Bowles said to his right. entire team. So yep. like. You saw a one-dimensional team last year, mm-hmm. and they got exposed. So, like, do you really want to go in the playoffs where you're, like, say you're only a passing team, and, like, yeah. you run into a team with a great secondary, and you struggle to throw the ball, and then you just have no established run game? Like, I mean, that's what's happened to the Titans. Or vice versa. Every single time they've made the playoffs the last couple of years. Yeah. As soon as you shut down their run game, what does Ryan They have nothing to offer. Yeah. The, last year, the, it's funny enough you mentioned that, because last year in the playoff game, the only thing going for them was A.J. Brown. Yeah. So, like... Th- yeah, I don't know why people want us to be like one dimensional. Like, no, evaluate each team you play and come out and do what's best in your your strengths, their weakness. It's just because people don't believe in running quarterbacks. Literally, uh, yes, like literally, that's why. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Yeah, nobody can tell me otherwise. It's like that. No, it's, it's and that's another much. reason, but um. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. So uh, obviously, aside from Jalen, who I mean, I'm gonna go back and say I I've been on the Patrick Mahomes was probably MVP for the last couple of weeks. I think it flipped this week with a Mahomes loss and a, mm-hmm. the Eagles winning and Jalen playing this kind of game. I think Jalen. I don't know, like I haven't seen the odds or anything, but yeah. I think Jalen should be back on top. And hey, you can't just say I'm being biased because I've been fair and I've said Mahomes when Mahomes is leading. I think Hurts probably slightly edges him out right now. I mean, he's 11 and one and he just threw for 380 yards and he's the back-to-back player, offensive player of the week. Yeah, you kind of have to. But uh, aside from him, obviously I alluded to 100 plus yards for uh, Devontae and AJ, and that's the first time. I don't know. I keep forgetting if these stats say ever or in a while, but it's like the first time that uh, an Eagles receiver duo has both gone over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. I, and I like, mean, I believe it because, I mean, the duos we've had in the past haven't been phenomenal. Let's yeah, be honest. I, I have <laughs> the stat up here somewhere. I'll find it at some point. But, like, this is probably the best Eagles uh, offensive uh, or wide receiver duo, like, ever. No, literally. Like, I mean, like J-Mac. Not even close. No, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, good. I'm glad, okay, like, J-Mac and Deshaun Jackson, like, they were great, but they're not they, AJ Brown. Yeah. Like AJ Brown is like AJ Brown's like uh, like everyone compares him to To. Mm-hmm. And like back when we had To, who was the next best receiver? Like Hank Baskin? yeah. So Freddie like, Mitchell, something like that. So like that <laughs> like, one, literally, I think it was Freddie Mitchell. Yeah. So like that one's not even close, mm-hmm. just because it was only To. Mm-hmm. And then like Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin were both good, but like AJ Brown is a different level of good. And Devonte constantly reminds <laughs> people, like <laughs> every when it's a Devonte week, like. He is he is incredible. He's balling he, the fuck out. I he mean, catches everything. Yeah, he's so good. <laughs> and he never fucking fumbles either. No, it's just it's it's <laughs> so awesome to like have the guy in AJ Brown, but like also have a guy at number two who is so like just good. Yeah, it could also be your number. Yeah, one he at could any also given he point. would be a number like, one on plenty it's of literally teams. Literally one A one B. Yeah, it's awesome. Like it's just so nice that like when AJ Brown isn't open, it's not like fuck. Like where am I going with this ball? Like yeah, oh, I, I have Devonte over there, and not to mention we've mentioned. That, Changes his offense completely. Like, Devon, uh, sorry, Dallas Goddard is going to be back in a couple weeks. Like, yeah, what's he got? Two weeks left on an hour? Yeah. So, like, this offense is going to get back up to, like, what people said, you know, oh, it was in the beginning of the year and it isn't now. Obviously, they disproved that because mm-hmm. the Titans' defense is a great defense. So, I cannot wait for Dallas to come back, man, because that is such a pivotal part of the offense. Like, I loved those fucking screens they ran. Oh, my the God, yeah. I, I've always, they were unstoppable. Yeah, I've always been like a. An anti-screen guy. I felt like the Eagles used to like abuse them for no reason. Well, because we lived through Chip Kelly. Yeah, exactly. That's why. <laughs> so like, but like seeing Dallas, he's so good at it. Mm-hmm. I felt like every time they threw a screen at him, it was like a guaranteed like eight yards. Yeah, literally. And it's like half the time if you throw him a screen in the red zone, he's going to the fuck. T- he's going to be scoring a touchdown. Like, so it's been awesome. Overall, this was just a. It was a great game. Like yeah. fun to watch. The Eagles needed this. I wanted them to just mm-hmm. get some style points, run up the score on a team, just like embarrass them. Garner Minshew get some snaps in there. Like <laughs> it's it's awesome. It, it definitely drove the narrative forward for us. Jalen Hurts MVP, Eagles best team in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unquestionable. Um, we could talk about 
the next game we got coming up, our first meeting with the Giants, mm-hmm. which is in Philly, right? We're playing. No. Are we playing? No. In Jer- no. We're playing in Jersey or whatever the fuck. Meadowlands. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm gonna say it right now. I think that we win this. What's the spread on this? It has to be like. I dude, I feel like it's gonna be low. Honestly, I would you know love to is, know. Taylor? So I'm gonna let Taylor pull that up. But uh, I, I think I'm gonna say I think we win this game like pretty handedly. Yeah. No. Like I, 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 I've thought all year the Giants are frauds. I've thought mm-hmm. it all year. Like they were, and they just keep proving they are. They were eight key. and one like, at some point, right? And they, I just still didn't buy them. Mm-hmm. And then they lose to the Cowboys, and then they tie the Commanders, which is just funny as fuck. I, I've no, I'm not just saying this because they're a division rival. Like I, I believe in the Cowboys. What did, what did you good. think it was? I'd guess it's like six and a half. That, I was gonna say like five and a half. It opened at uh, minus one and a half, and now it's a touchdown. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> I think we win this like, game by like. Two touchdowns. Is Saquon out or something? <laughs> I was going to say probably by the halfway through the Eagles game, they're like, all right, let's just hop on the Eagles now. I think we win this game by like at least 14 points. Like I, no, I, just, I agree. Daniel Jones is going to get nothing on our corners. I believe our defensive line will get to him. Uh, we just saw our defensive line shut down Derrick Henry. I have no uh, qualms in thinking they could do the same to Saquon. Obviously, he just shifted your back. Mm. But like, I think they are going to have some issues with Saquon. I, w- I would not be surprised if he had a big game yeah honestly. i wouldn't be surprised i'm just but i'm just saying like hopefully they can ride the momentum of shutting down yeah. derrick henry i would not be surprised in the least if saquon rushes for like 150 yards or something but i just think that they won't be able to keep up with our offense no i agree and i just think that jalen hurts will come out and I, listen who knows if it's going to be running if it's passing but like i just think that our offense matter. is too too much the other thing too with the giants is they're they're terrible with defensive takeaways so Absolutely. it's like um, also we don't turn and the yeah ball i was gonna over. say we so also like, don't turn the ball over what are they gonna do on Which, offense? Isn't that such a <laughs> it's such defense. a nice underrated part of our offense? Like they just don't turn it over. Yeah. Like that no one I mean, obviously they fumble sometimes, like AJ fumbled last week, but like for the most part, they don't fumble much. Mm-hmm. Jalen doesn't make very very rarely does he make a big mistake and throw a pick. Like yeah. it's just such competent off it's so like weird to say that. Like, I know. Just, Especially after just, last year. It just bizarre. runs smoothly and it feels like, you know, that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I don't think anyone here is going to disagree. I think we all think that the Eagles beat the Giants. Yeah, I, mean, I also don't even know who's who's their top option right now for wide receiver. The Giants is it fucking uh, Slayton? Is he yeah. back? I don't even know. Yeah, Darius Slayton. Half their fucking players are injured, so that's even funnier. But Penny Galladay, <laughs> the biggest waste of money of all the time. Trillion dollar man. That's um, insane. <laughs> uh, the Eagles' remaining schedule is obviously like pretty. I'm going to the game on New Year's Day. I've said mm-hmm. that before. I'm so excited for that. It's going to be cold as shit, but I don't care. Uh, you got the Cowboys. The Cowboys game, December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. I think we all kind of circled that game as probably being the most important of the year. Yes. And like I, th- I still stand by that. Obviously, like the MVP narrative doesn't go anywhere if, if like we lose a close game or something. But like I think that Jalen Hurts, I'm sure he is. So I'm not gonna say like oh he should be, but like Jalen Hurts should be circling that game on his calendar as like okay. The Cowboys have had our number, like you know, since I've been the starter. I know we beat them earlier in the year, but like this is but the first game. With, Dak. This is the first game with Dak, and whatever. I, I don't think Dak is great or anything, but mm-hmm. like it's undeniable he's had the Eagles' number some yeah. somehow, some way. So like the whole t- team, but especially Jalen, should be circling this one is like we got to go in there and like prove it because like the Cowboys are on a roll right now. Mm-hmm. They've blown out. They blew out the fucking Colts really bad. The Colts put up a valiant effort in the first half and then just. Shit, they got scored like thirty three to nothing in the fourth quarter. I know, insane. So the Cowboys are on like a hot streak here. Like they, they're for real. I'm not gonna say they're not just because I hate them. I don't think they're. I think we're a better team. But like, you gotta go into Dallas on Christmas Eve and like prove that. Like again, if they lose a close game or something, I'm not gonna be like, up the fucking season's over. They stink. The Cowboys are better. No, if it's a close game, whatever. If we get like fucking blown out, that changes things. But like, I don't believe that's gonna happen. I believe that we go in there and win a tight contest. I know I'm looking way further ahead now than just the Giants game, but that's just such a big game. No, I know. I mean, that's front of mind for a lot of people, I think, right now, especially. I don't think anybody gives a shit more about any other game right now besides... No, I mean, you got the Giants again. Game. You got the Giants again, the Commanders again, right? The yeah. the Bears, like no, the Saints. No, we already did the Commanders oh, okay. twice. Okay, yes, you're right. We got right. Giants twice. The, we got the... The Bears, yeah. the Saints. Like, it's it's a bunch of bad teams mm-hmm. than the Cowboys. We should finish strong. I mean, that's the plus side. Like, Listen, I would, I would like to assume that, like, I don't know where it'll come. I just feel like it will, but, like, maybe there's one more loss mm-hmm. on the schedule. I don't know if we'll finish, you know, 16 and 1. I feel like we're going to lose to the Bears. That would be fucking funny. <laughs> that would be That would be funny. 
Bears can't find a way to win the game. I would. <laughs> it's, listen, it's hey, I don't know. Hey, listen, no, it's, it's Justin bad. Fields going to run hey, for like 500 yards against. If us. we were going to lose <laughs> one game in the remaining schedule, I'll take the Bears. Yeah, 100. Because that, that means because that means it's not a division game. Mm-hmm. We won in Dallas and we didn't lose when I was there. Yeah. So I'll, I'll fucking I'll take that gladly. But I'm just glad I'll be able to be there in the stands watching our draft pick get better and better. <laughs> Which it's so it's so funny. It's also, so gratifying. I, I've been like cheering, like like people have been asking me, like like for example, Eric, friend of the show, in the group chat, like when I root hard against the Saints, he's like, "Bro, do you just hate the Saints?" I'm like, "No, I want our draft pick to be better." Like I was watching that Monday Night Football game, and I was rooting so hard for the Bucks because like I want the Saints to lose Wait, you, every single game. You're telling me you weren't watching the Sixers, Sixers losing double overtime <laughs> to the Rockets, dude? Fuck this. You fake fan. Fuck. This. We're not even talking about them because like they're just so frustrating. But uh, no, the the Eagles should finish the year pretty strong. So. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited. It feels so nice to just have a team that, like, it's like 2017 again. Like, they just go out there and, like, you believe in them. You know they're going to win. Like, it's awesome. It's like the opposite of what the Phillies just did because they went out there and we were like, we don't know what we're getting. We have no fucking clue. This has opened up a debate a little bit to, like, the whole, like, oh, is uh, Jalen having a better year than Carson in 2017? Listen, it's very close, but I think the the stats do lean to Jalen. And obviously, people will hit you with, uh, you know, Carson's weapons weren't as great, and that is that is a fact. And I'm not gonna just like shit on Carson here because I don't like him now. I loved him at that no, point. He was playing out of his fucking I, mind. This it's season. like honestly pretty hard to pick which one of the two of them, like through 12 games, has has had the better year, like in their respective years. Yeah. It's it's kind of hard. I guess I would lean Jalen, maybe. I don't know. I think you honestly got to lean Carson because yeah. he didn't have a single rushing touchdown the entire year. It was That's true. All passing. Yeah, and his weapons weren't as bad, so maybe yeah. I will lean Carson. Or his weapons weren't as good. Sorry. I think I think if Jalen finishes this year really strong and wins a game, to, wins next game, wins the game against the Cowboys, I think yeah. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter what the stats look like at that point. He's he's had a better year than Carson. Yeah, it's fair. All right, let's talk about some other things from around the league. Uh, the first one I wanted to go on a fucking rant here about uh, targeted at the most popular. Uh, football writer over at ESPN, Adam Schefter. So Adam Schefter, before the Browns game, uh, where Deshaun Watson, uh, I was about to say pedophile, not pedophile, uh, creepy person, uh, made his debut for the Browns. Yeah, Diddler. Made his debut for the Browns. Uh, Adam Schefter wrote a article saying uh, how Deshaun Watson has made, quote-unquote, significant progress in his treatment. And he he knew that this was such a stupid thing to do that he didn't even tweet the article. You, it was just on ESPN's website. Oh, he really? No, he didn't. He didn't have the fucking balls <laughs> or the nerve it. to tweet it. Uh, but like, I just want to first of all, it's just distasteful. Second of all, like, what what exactly does making significant progress in his treatment <laughs> mean? Like, oh, Deshaun Watson hasn't jerked off in front of anybody <laughs> in a couple months. Awesome. Like, what the fuck does that actually mean? It just means he hasn't had any massages in a while. Like, it just it's it's. <laughs> gotten me re-mad about this whole thing like the, when the Browns like in the offseason would come out like you know Deshaun is remorseful he's sorry like yada 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 and then Deshaun Watson would get on the podium and be like I didn't even do anything <laughs> so it's like clearly he's not fucking he's remorseful at all he doesn't think he did anything wrong so why are you getting in front of us and saying like oh well you know he uh he, he he's sorry <laughs> also like you had you signed him and you thought like you believed that he was innocent but like you're apologizing. Why are you right? Then why are you, why are you apologizing? It doesn't. None of it makes any sense. We're sorry for giving this man millions and millions of dollars. We're very sorry. I lost all respect I had for the Browns and that team, like in the fans, like in one. I know not all the fans are like ecstatic yeah, about yeah. it. Like some of them are fucking weirdos, like handing out like shirts and all that that mannequin shit. Yeah. It's all fucking weird. Bizarre. But like I loved, I respected the Browns at least for like you know putting up with all the shit they put up with. Yeah. And then the franchise said like did signed him and did like the sneaky shit of like oh we're gonna give it all to him in the signing bonus so that if he gets suspended it won't get touched like it's just it's so distasteful and and it's also so awkward now listening to anybody talk about like anyone on like national tv talk about the browns because like you gotta you gotta dance around the fact that the fucking quarterback is a a sexual assaulter (laughs) like a pervert yeah like it's it's insane i i just listen i am not for rooting for injury for anybody like (laughs) 
even if I hate like Tom Brady, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I hope he goes no, out there. I always root for him to get hurt. <laughs> I hope Deshaun Watson fucking breaks his leg or tears I, his ACL. Hey, I don't honestly, give a fuck. I think it'd be even He's better shit. if he doesn't and he just plays exactly like he played last Sunday. Yeah, he didn't look good. Yeah, he his contract. Thank God that he looked horrific. Well, man. What did people, he hasn't played football in two years? I know it's awesome. Th- speaking, of, thank God I picked up that fucking Browns defense in fantasy. Needed yeah, same. That, one. that was picked him up in two leagues. Fucking thirty points. I was like, oh Jesus. He hasn't Christ. played football in two years. Of I, I listen. I hope he stays rusty, and I hope he sucks. Yeah. Fuck that, dude. But anyway. I think it was even funnier he did all that in front of the Texans because everybody was like, "Oh my yeah. god, he's going to go off. He's playing the worst team in the NFL." They His barely even boot them. They're soft. Oh, of course. Well, there's nobody there. They're not real fans. Yeah, true. There's no Texans fans, dude. They're all Cowboys fans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving away from sexual assaulters, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that stuck out in my head from the week. Uh, the, the Bengals just own the Chiefs, or Joe, Joe Burrow just owns the Chiefs. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like, I that's mean, a thing. No, literally. He hasn't lost Better them. than Mahomes. <laughs> Not quite, but Joe Burrow has proved me wrong. I, I, I kind of doubted them in the beginning of the year. It looks looks like they're kind of putting together low-key like a season exactly like they had last year. Yeah, they're it's, rattling it's, off wins coming down the stretch. It's at the same exact point. Yeah. yeah. Like, year, they yeah. struggle to start, and then, like, about midway through, like, you know, whatever week we're in now, like they just get it together. And it's crazy that they, were, make a run. that they were doing a lot of their winning, too, without Jamar Chase. Like, yeah. That is wild to me because he was well, such a big part of They're kind of blessed with like the same thing yeah. we have going yeah. where like uh T Higgins has like become like very fucking good. Mm-hmm. And uh even Tyler Boyd. Yeah, he's is, always like, been good. decent for them. He's always been such like an iron man. They have a couple too. random white tight ends who are good. I don't know. Hayden Hurst, baby. What's the ooze something with it? No, o- no, he's on the Jets now. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Okay. He he left. Everybody was pissed Look at about me, that. I'm a casual. Everybody was pissed about that when he left Cincinnati. They were like, Why the fuck would you get rid of this guy? He and Joe Burrow, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then Hayden Hurst came right in and filled that white boy role perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, look at like imagine if the li- the Lions could low key sneak into the playoffs. They had they would have to beat the Vikings this week, which fucking please. That would be, be awesome. the greatest thing ever. But like <laughs> like they remain like they've played they played the Bills close. They just blew out the Jags. Then they after the Vikings they have the Jets who like I I, I don't the Jets buy are them. So the Jets weird. defense is fine, but like yeah. I, their offense is pitiful. Because but, even, but at the even same with time, but at the same time, they're probably going to have a field day with the Lions because the Lions' D backs fucking yeah. suck. I would love if the Lions made the playoffs. That'd be so much fun. It would be. It'd be awesome. The, the, like I said, the Commanders and the fucking Giants tie, which is awesome. <laughs> I love, like, I love rooting for a tie. Like this oh, was, I was rooting that, for a yeah, tie yeah. in this game, and I remember when the Bills and the Vikings played, I was rooting hard for a tie in that mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. so that it would like, because on one hand, so I was we like, had the leg up, we have oh, basically yeah. a game and a half, and on it would have like <laughs> legitimized the Vikings' win for us, yes, beat the, for them to beat the Bills, yes. Who, by the way, like the the Bills, what did they, who did they play this week? I can't even remember. They were Thursday. They night. played, the, yeah, they, they played, played the Patriots. Pass. Like I don't know, dude. I I still don't buy the Bills as this powerhouse. Like I think in the playoffs, like I think the Bengals or the Chiefs would beat them. I'm sorry. I just do. I I'm very wishy washy on the che- on the Bengals beating them. Honestly, yeah. Just no, no. I agree. That's more of like a quote unquote yeah. hot take. But but I don't know the. I don't see them beating the Chiefs, the, dude. Like the Bills' offense is piped. Like yeah. let's just talk about that. They have Josh Allen. They have Stephon Diggs and nothing else. Their their line not very good. They have no running backs. They're tight they end. Dalvin's little brother, fuck, dude. Fuck Dawson Knox, by the way. <laughs> Fucking zero points on my fantasy team. He's lucky I won. But like but they, they gave have, him a ton of money, so he's gonna be good. What did like what do they have outside of Josh and Stefan well, Diggs? Loki actually this week was the emergency. I mean, Gabe so. Davis is No, nah, yeah, he's like hit or miss. But I mean, Loki, the emergence this week of James Cook is gonna be huge for them, I think. Because he actually made a lot out of nothing for them this week on the in the run game. Um he was kind of a big upgrade over Singletary because he can actually run and break tackles, and he's good in the receiving game. Yeah, Singletary is just painfully mid. Yeah, like he he looked good to start the season out, and then yeah, he just kind of fell off a cliff. Because I mean, they're not a run. They're not offense. a run team. And it, I, not to say like it's going to come back to like bite them, but like I feel like they are so reliant on the pass. Yeah, they are. No, hundred percent. I mean, well, the only thing they rely on is Josh Allen running and passing. That's yeah. literally like their crutch. Yeah, exactly. Josh Allen running, and. <clears throat> That's the other thing, too, that cracks me up is because you don't hear people shitting on the Bills for running Josh Allen. But all you hear is people shitting on the Eagles and the Ravens for running Jeez. Lamar Jackson. Jeez, I wonder Hurts. why. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. It's not. A, it, it, listen, the people listen. <laughs> I can do both. The, <laughs> I can do both. Listen, the people, it's not like a hot take to say, like, the fucking whole, like, oh, you you should be a running back thing. It's a racist dog whistle. Yes, it, is. it always has been. Mm-hmm. It, it, like, it's it's. It's not a hot take for me to say that. Everyone knows that. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, another game that stood out to me, which is kind of funny, the Chargers lose to the Raiders, who, by the way, the Raiders have, like, low-key been, like, putting it together. They they're, they're they rattled off three straight, and they mm-hmm. have the Rams next. Like, there is still a path to the playoffs for the Raiders, like, which is crazy to they think about. Happen. They were never that bad. Yeah, no, they, like, they've had no, a bunch they, of one-score losses. Yeah, they, yeah, I know, but they kept losing. They kept finding <laughs> yeah. ways to lose. Yeah. And, like, now they're kind of putting it together, and they're kind of like a fun team to watch. And also, like, again... I'm going to go back to what I've been saying for a couple weeks. I've been on the Bills' ass, and I've been on the Chargers' ass. I like Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. I love The Chargers have my favorite uniforms in the NFL, so I don't hate this team. When when will it end? When will we finally realize like the Chargers are just not that great? I am so fucking tired of it. Like They come in, and like everyone again, they run with... I said this last week. Oh, we're injured. At this point, you have to just expect that if you're the Chargers. You yeah. are fucking injury riddled every single goddamn year. And your players are only getting older. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like like I'm sorry, like Keenan Allen's hamstrings are fucking Jello. Jello. And like you expect <laughs> like as with age, like that's gonna get better. Nah. No, I'm sorry, but it's not. The Chargers have things to fix, man. Like So so they're the Sixers. Probably yes. That see you in hell. Actually, actually, it's not a bad comparison, dude. They're like just six and six, and like Justin Herbert's good, and he, like he's very good. Justin yeah. Herbert is a good quarterback, but like I fear he's basically just Cooper Rush, though. He's a gunslinger. I fear that Justin <laughs> Herbert may be like one of those guys who like makes sick throws, and like he's so good, but he's just not a winner. Yeah, like, and I don't know. Which I could Take not that believe how you they it, actually but. won last week. Yeah, with the fucking two point conversion at the end of the game, I was like, holy shit. The that Chargers actually found a, play, a way to win. Well, that goes back. Do you remember the uh, Cardinals Raiders game? Mm-hmm. That was yes, yeah, yeah. the same exact thing. So yeah. it's all these like borderline coin flip games. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. It, and the funniest part too is like with the with the Chargers winning that last week. Like, did it like make Brandon Staley look good? No, that's, People are that's calling what he for does. his firing. I know, I know. That's what Staley does, yeah. Dude, like last... He looks good all the time, like, right? This is what I'm talking <laughs> about. No, he, he takes every risk possible. This is what I'm talking about, though. Like, last coming into this year, it was Justin Herbert's the next guy. Brandon Staley's one of the best coaches in the NFL. We're, we're, they're at 6-6, six and six, and now it, Justin Herbert, like, not to say he's not good, but, like, clearly he, like, is not ready to be the guy yet. He's not... Mm-hmm. Like, he's not in the same class as her... Uh, no, I was about to say in the same class as himself. Uh, Josh Allen, Mahomes, like he's not there. Jalen Hurts. He's yeah. just Jalen Hurts is up there this year for sure, but like just uh, he's not there yet. No, and then like Br- and Brandon Staley, people are calling for his head like at this point. Yeah, like which so, is honestly warranted. The Chargers are always overhyped. Mm-hmm. They just are, man. They. I think I, it's just because people are so used to that being good. They were ready to crown Herbert in year three, and he has not made the playoffs yet, mm-hmm. not once. He hasn't even made the fucking playoffs. We're yeah, not talking about he's been there and he hasn't won a game. He hasn't even been there. But I'm not going to get too caught up in it because I talked a lot about this last week. But here's a game that had uh, big implications on the Eagles and the NFC. Dolphins and the 49ers. Okay, not that one. The 49ers uh, pull it out. Fucking, I don't know how, but they beat the Dolphins 33-17. Brocktober. Jimmy G G goes out, which uh, that, like, sucks for them. Because, like, Jimmy G, we've said on this podcast before, he's like, we think he's mid, you know, he, he will... Break your fucking back with a bad interception in the playoffs at some yeah. point. But also, like, he's better than Brock Purdy. <laughs> like, like, How do you know that? And Trey Lance. Don't tell the Niners Mr. Irrelevant. Trey Lance. Oh, my, I kind of for- Dude, I forgot the Trey Lance thing happened this season. It's been I a long a season. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, Jimmy G is going to look great in Jets green next year. <laughs> well, like, someone apparently today came out that, like, Jimmy G could possibly come back in, like, yeah, eight so weeks. Yeah, so Kyle Shannon addressed that. And he that is assuming said, Brock Purdy wins you a playoff game. Yes. Like, he'd literally come back in the NFC Championship. No. Like, like, and, there's and, no then like, and then, like, what, you're just going to throw Jimmy G out there? Yeah. Like, oh, you've been you've been off for eight weeks, NFC Championship time? <laughs> like, oh, my God, he will, thro- he will be awful no, in that I mean, situation. Shanahan literally came out today because people were like, oh, oh, he might be back for and he literally came out today and was like, there's a very, very outside chance that he's back. And I was like, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Like, it wasn't as serious as people thought, but still, like, how do you just take off eight weeks of football and get thrust into yeah, a fucking NFC it's not going to happen. It isn't, first of all, again, that's assuming fucking Brock Purdy I know, I know. wins a playoff game. Which is not happening. Very du- I mean, I'm with sorry. that defense, let's be honest, who knows? Hey, listen, <laughs> the defense is good, but just like, listen, the 49ers stock just took a hit. They, yes. That's all I'm going to say. The, which is awesome. The Niners defense hasn't allowed any points in the second half. Yeah, their that defense before, is lights out. That was before the Dolphins game, but I don't think they did either. Well, the Dolphins I, did, the, they did they score in the second, second half? half. Let me look it up. 
I got it. I should have it right yeah, here. I don't even know. I, I missed a lot of these games because I was obliterated Xfinity. Uh, the Dolphins so. did score a touchdown in the, in the fourth. Okay, well, seven points in the past yeah. four weeks. Get fucked, Taylor. Dude, You're I mean, wrong. This was like just like this was a fucking good week for Eagles narratives because yeah. the 49ers took I mean, except for the Cowboys, which we'll talk about in a second. Mm. Uh, the 49ers take a hit. Jimmy G goes down, and that definitely hurts them, even though we think he's mid. Uh, Tua, bad game from Tua. Mm-hmm. Helps hurts in the MVP. Uh, Mahomes, a loss, helps hurts in the MVP. Josh Allen's kind of fallen out of the conversation at this point because he people kind of people don't see say that yet. Because uh, knock people, on wood. people people love sucking. All him I'm off. gonna say is I hope people <laughs> have seen what I see now. Josh Allen, great quarterback, will will make dumb fucking mistakes. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts doesn't do that. Just saying. Uh, but let's talk about another game that has massive implications for the Eagles in the NFC, and that would be the Cowboys. Uh, I don't even remember what the score was here. A lot to a little against the Colts. 57 to 10, I think. That is, <laughs> dude, it, it's like crazy because we the were Jeff watching, Mondays. like, in the game, in, like, the third, coming into the fourth quarter, it was, like, a close contested yeah. game. It was like, oh, fuck, like, the, are the Colts going to outlast the, the Cowboys here? Mm. And then just out of nowhere, like, 33 to nothing in the fourth. <laughs> like, looking at it here, at the end of the first, the Cowboys were down 10 to 7. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. Like, it was a close game, and then just out of nowhere. So, obviously, people look at that and be like, uh-oh, the Eagles only beat the Colts by a little bit, and the Cowboys blew them out. Yeah, well, the Eagles also beat the Packers, and, like, the Packers came back and beat the Cowboys. Like, mm-hmm. sports math never adds up like that. Yeah. So, I'm not worried about that, but, like, I would be a fool to say like the Cowboys' offense isn't rolling right now because it is. It wasn't also. It wasn't completely the offense. Oh, Matt the defense, Ryan, yeah, Matt very Ryan. fucking. Good. I was, <laughs> dude. I was convinced that we were gonna see uh, Micah Parsons kill Matt Ryan. <laughs> I thought he was gonna snap him in half. Like honestly. I thought we were gonna witness the death of Matt Ryan. Yeah. M- Matt Ryan, listen, man, just just hang it up. <laughs> just just call it a career. I get that the twenty-eight to three thing probably still hurts, and you're like taking your frustrations out by continuing to play, but like. You're gonna get hurt, man. He's gonna he's gonna Hang have like an up. Alex Smith situation at that point, you know. Whew. I think my favorite thing in the world was when uh Matt Ryan's like five hundredth touchdown pass ball was like number two hundred eighty three yeah, or something so like that. <laughs> the ball number, yeah. That, that was incredible. is so fucking funny. But but any yeah. The 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 Cowboys defense is amazing. That goes without saying. I mean, Trayvon Diggs, as much as we think like he's not the best corner in the league because he's just not, Trayvon Diggs is obviously good. He's a turnover machine. He will get burned for some yards, but he's he will also create turnovers. You know, he was getting cooked by like third string wide receivers in this game. Mm-hmm. Paris Campbell and Alfred yeah, whatever. off on him. Micah Parsons, I think like Micah Parsons is starting to like fill like that Aaron Donald role of like I think he might be the most dominant fucking defensive player in the yeah. NFL. Which he by can the do way everything too. Aaron Donald has to just wish he retired. Oh, 100%. I mean, they just went out there and got fucking, they lost to the Seahawks, <laughs> which but I love Geno Smith. He's awesome. Uh, not to get too far away from this game, but the Cowboys are just good. I mean, I'm I'm very fucking excited for this game on the Christmas I really Eve. am. I'm like, also dreading it. I'm Well, obviously, <laughs> it's like that mixture of no, excited and nervous because like. As soon as it hits Dallas hate week, though, I'm fully Dude, in. they're Don't good. Worry. They're good right now. We're good. Like, I hope that we are about to see, like, a great fucking game. I hope that we blow them the fuck out. Oh, well, obviously. I hope, I hope they don't even score a touchdown. I'm thinking realistically here. I hope that Tony Pollard tears his ACL. I hope that Dak Prescott gets his other thumb broken off. <laughs> I hope that Zeke gets his head bashed into a bench so badly nah. that it's in his skull. Zeke cannot stay because he's kind of mid. No. <laughs> I want that- them all dead. <laughs> he looked good last game. Oh, yeah, he, he did. Excuse me. I'm yawning because I'm so <laughs> bored of talking about the Cowboys because fuck the Cowboys. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's just crazy. Like, Tony Pollard is so much better than him at this point. No, it's I know. Even, it's, it's I, he looked good last week, though, Zeke. I mean, I guess, the yeah. Colts are not good. <laughs> I, not I get that, like, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because I'm saying that even know, though like, we barely beat them. But, like, the Colts aren't very good. They aren't. Like, they're bad. They're just, I don't even know why I'm saying they're not very good. I'm not <laughs> it's trying to, like, the defense is trying still to, like, decent. be polite. Like, no, they're just, they're not good. Their defense was still, like, the fourth-ranked defense up until, like, Yeah, I mean, Shaq ago. Leonard is good. That's about all they really got going Forrest for Forrest Buckner. But I don't yeah. even know he's playing right now. But, no, I mean, oh, they still have Stephon Gilmore, too. I, 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 Kenny I, Moore. I constantly forget that he's and, there. Yeah, and Kenny Moore. Honestly, Dude, Kenny Moore's been great for them. The, the Cowboys players. sucking is going to be at an all-time high by the time we play them because their next two games are against the Texans and the Jags, and they are probably oh. going to destroy both of them. Like I hope they just the Jags did. somehow pull out a win over them. Listen, that would be oh, really fun. Yeah, obviously. Uh, the Jags have a chance at least, but like they just got blown out 40 to 14, 40 to 14 or 16 by the Lions. I know. So like, realistically speaking, coming into New Year's Eve, 
or New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, the, the Cowboys will probably be coming off three straight blowouts. Yeah. The Cowboys sucking will be at an all-time high. So, like, Skip Bayless please, will just be, like, please let us shut that down. First take. Yeah, fu- fucking hate that guy. <laughs> just absolutely smothered them. No, I mean, I, I, I genuinely think we're going to beat them. Like, Listen, I, I just I, think we're gonna beat them into the ground. I think we're the best team in the NFL, so like, yeah, I think we're gonna beat them. But like, if I had to like, like, let's, like, uh, we're we're fucking drawing conclusions to games that are like a month away. Yeah, but like, the final score to that game will probably be something like, like, I think both teams are gonna score like in the 30s, and like it's separated by a field goal. Like, I th- I think that both offenses are just rolling right now, and I can't imagine that like the Eagles have the Giants and then the Bears coming up right, mm-hmm. and then the Cowboys and like the Cowboys have the Jags and the. And the Texans, like, I think that there's a good chance, like, we, both of those teams, like, win their next two games in, like, pretty big fashion. There's yeah. a good chance of that. So, like, you're talking about a game where the both teams come in on fire. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think that that makes for an exciting game. Obviously, it's one of those games where, like, the, for example, the Packers game was exciting, but I wanted to throw up every yeah, time the Packers no. scored. <laughs> so, like, to a neutral viewer, I'm sure that that game was fun, which I'm sure that that, that will be the same thing for this Cowboys game. To neutral viewers, would be awesome. To me and you, it'll be, fuck yeah, when they score a touchdown, and then, like, I want to kill myself yes. when they <laughs> fucking let up a touchdown. All the night before Christmas, too. Fucking hey, dude. If, if they, they lose, I'm going to have the worst could, fucking Christmas is, of my life. Yeah, they could ruin fucking Christmas. I didn't even, th- I just thought about that. <laughs> said, this is, this could very awesome. easily go south. They might ruin in Christmas. Are you guys going to for, Are you guys going to Dallas for that one no, now? No. That would be really funny if you were and they lost, and then you just had to spend Christmas really sad Dude, in Dallas. Like the worst day to travel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like they could legitimately fucking ruin Christmas. My God. All right. Uh, That's why I'm being optimistic because <laughs> they can't ruin Christmas. <laughs> and then the, the Bucks and Saints game was just like weird. That was, it was F- stupid. That I hate that. Tom, I lost fantasy uh, Tom Brady by one point. Just, Tom Brady just looks like he doesn't even want to be here, which makes no sense because he lost his family to be here. That like, was that was the easiest game to predict. Oh, 100%. Like uh, under underdog all yeah. day. Once it's the, every time the Bucks and Saints play Also, each other. once the Bucks got the ball with thir- down 13, I was like they're they're going to win. Yeah. Like Tom Brady just like even though he is what he is at this point, like he still has that like that dog in him. Yeah. Like he does. And I I I was just so pissed because that last the second to last catch right before the touchdown was Chris Olave and I he was I was yeah. up by one point in fantasy, and he beat me by like point five. Chris Olave, Chris Olave, sorry, not Chris Olave. Okay, Godwin, Godwin, yes, yeah. He beat me. My my buddy beat me by one point because Godwin had one more catch. <laughs> Olave, he, he's the only guy I would trust. Olave probably would have made it. I know. Olave's gonna make a good case for offensive rookie of the year, right? But it'll probably be. I think it should be Christian Watson. Yeah, I mean, just the run he's on he has right now. Eight touchdowns in his last four games. Yeah. Oh, after the Jets. Uh, Running back, what's his name? Got Bruce Hall. Yeah. Oh yeah, Bruce uh, Hall probably yeah. would have had it because he was um, he oh, was yeah. looking he was, he was looking great, he was sick. Uh, but I don't see how Christian Watson doesn't get it now. No, he has yeah. eight touchdowns, especially if he four. keeps going like this. Yeah, dude. Like now, he, now that he might have Jordan Love throwing him, he is fast, man. He is fast as fuck. He is. Like he might be like number two to friggin' Tyreek at this point. Like, uh, it's listen, uh, there's Vance, guys up there, but like he's, he is. <laughs> I'm not saying he's like. Oh no! I don't mean like number two, like in terms of like the best, like fast. No, no, no. I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay. I you thought you thought guys like Jamar Chase. Yeah, no, I know. I know. I'm <laughs> saying like, Christian Watson is legitimately up there. No, he's, he is. He's fast. very good. Um, oh, that, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson will mm-hmm. be up there for Garrett sure. Wilson. How funny is like the whole Jets like let's all collectively like subtly shit on Zach Wilson. <laughs> it's so like, funny. Like they're all wearing Mike White shirts. It's fucking propping awesome. Propping up Mike White like extra hard. Like. <laughs> Where does Zach on it before they jerk like, him off? Yeah, like I'm not trying to get too deep in this because I really don't care. But like, where does Zach Wilson go from here? Like, how does he rebound? <laughs> how does he rebound? <laughs> yeah, he goes to the Panthers. Yeah. Speaking of which, fucking Baker Mayfield to the Rams. Oh my! <laughs> so the hysterical. Rams are the Rams are so clearly waving the white flag. Uh, yeah. Half their team's out with injury, and they're like, "Fuck it, let's bring Baker <laughs> Mayfield." He stinks. Uh, he's not good. It's gonna be so funny to watch that. Like, maybe unfold. Zach Wilson will go there. But like, no, like literally, like I don't know what Zach Wilson does. He's in what is he in year two here? Yeah. yeah, year two and like the so team hates him. He either goes to the Panthers or he, hey, you he might go to the Rams, dude. Him and Cooper Cup will <laughs> sync up because they're both white and Christian. They, he'll just well, be like, like Matt his Stafford. Matt, St- I, I was listening to someone earlier talk about this. Like Matt Stafford's injury has to be worse than they're making it known. Like, yeah. They have been like so hush hush. He needs Tommy John's. Uh, isn't it? I thought it was a spinal cord cert, uh No, no, like no. He, was, he was having issues with his elbow to start I, the year. Out. Yeah. Well, what's his injury needed, currently? I, it's a back thing, right? Or I'm not I, sure what it is now, uh, but yeah, yeah it's he needs Tommy John's though. Like his throw has been off like, all year. Like, he, he literally needs Tommy. He John's. might be like, like done. 
Like that I think, I think so Matt funny. Stafford like might be done. That would be like, for good. So funny. So like, hey, maybe fucking they bring in uh, Zach Wilson. <laughs> like, I don't know what that does for you because that dude stinks. Yes. That dude fucking stinks. flat out sucks. He tricked everyone with that goddamn throw in the combine because he <laughs> sucks, man. I knew it. Listen, I've I've publicly announced like when I've been wrong. Like for example, I thought Trey Young would suck. He's obviously great. I fucking knew that Zach Wilson was gonna stink. I just knew it. That I just, just had that. Look you to couldn't him. convince me Zach Wilson was gonna be good. I don't know why. Too pretty to be a good NFL quarterback. That's what it is. He looks like he's he looks like yeah, he's. Yeah, but con- you look at a guy like Jalen Hurts. Well, Jalen Hurts is hot. That's Jimmy a difference. G. Jim, they're hot. Zach Trevor Wilson's Lawrence? like a pretty boy. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is ugly. I'm sorry. He's beautiful hair. Baker. Baker, Football Jesus. Baker Mayfield came in like f- my girlfriend did the whole like blindly rank. Let's go. You know what? Let's end the show Wait. by going over my girlfriend's well, rankings I'm, of the NFL I'm, quarterbacks. I'm saying that because have you seen that one video of the guy? Uh, they like turned all the quarterbacks into girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Joe my, Burrow. Joe Burrow was looks really good, and Baker Mayfield. Dude, looks Josh really Allen good. looks like the ex-girlfriend that'll slash your tires. Yeah. J- Joe Burrow looked like a baddie. <laughs> there was this thing going viral. This is what won the show on because it's funny. Um, some some like fucking website that would like do a quiz for girls or, mm. or guys to, to rate all the NFL quarterbacks like you pick them up against each other and it doesn't ranking and first of all it went viral because some guy posted his girlfriends and it was like every single white quarterback and then <laughs> yep. every single non-white quarterback and someone like went viral quote tweeting it saying where was your girlfriend on January 6th <laughs> so I'm gonna go over my girlfriends uh top f- the the rankings of her quarterback uh, by, attractiveness. By looks? This yeah, is by, by looks, looks, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start at 32. 32, Lamar Jackson. Ooh. Well, yeah. Rough start. Rough yeah. start. 31, <laughs> Geno Smith. Oh. 30, Trevor Lawrence. 29, Russell Wilson. Here's one where I disagree with. I think this guy's way too low. 28, Tua Ta- Tungavaloa. I think he's too low. I think Tua is pretty, pretty yeah, handsome. Yeah, he's, he's adorable. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. <laughs> yeah. 27, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, nice. 26, Jacoby oh. Brissett. 25, Marcus Mariota. 24, Justin Fields. 23, Kyler Murray. 22, Matthew Stafford. Oh, 20, Stafford needs to be way lower. He, yeah. yeah he does. 21, Ryan Tannehill. 20, Carson Wentz. 19, Mac Jones. 18, <laughs> 18 Derek Carr. 17, Sam Ellinger. Uh, 16, oh, still play 16, again. 16, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston <laughs> over Tua? Jameis Winston over, like... Stating your ass. I don't know. Yeah, Whoa. yeah. God, Whoa, the got shots fired. Got him. Got him. Right. 15, Tom Brady. 14, Jared Goff. 13, what? 13, Justin Herbert. 12, Patrick Mahomes. 11, 11 Davis Mills. I don't, I don't even know what he looks like in my head. Right. I don't either. Here's the top 10. Number 10, Kenny Pickett. Number 9, sure. Zach Wilson. Sure. Number 8, Josh Allen. No, this is kind of surprising. Number these next two are kind of surprising. Number where was I at? Number eight, Josh Allen. Number seven, yeah. Daniel Jones. <laughs> no, number, he looks like such an idiot. Number six, oh. Kirk Cousins. What? He's got pretty boy and eyes. And then That's no, why. he doesn't. Yeah, he okay, does. so this is. Have you ever looked into his eyes, Taylor? The, the top five is is solid. I'll give her that. The top five makes sense. Dak Prescott at five. This I would switch swap these two. Baker Mayfield at four. Jimmy Garoppolo at three. Jalen Hurts oh. at two. Way off. And Joe Burrow at one. That's a that Jim, Jimmy G's got to be top one or two. I know a lot of girls. Listen, like I I get it Burrow. though. Like, listen, that's a that, that top three is undisputable. Yeah, Joe, Jalen, and Jimmy. In any order, that's yeah. the top three. I I personally think Jalen Hurts is number one, and that's just not not just biased. No, I'd I think, agree. I, I mean, think, mine's fully biased. I'm gonna be honest. But <laughs> I would personally rank it Hurts, Garoppolo, Burrow. If we're changing them to girls, Jimmy G gets first. Well, yeah, yes. <laughs> but I would I would rank it Hurts, Garoppolo, and Burrow. Hurts. Listen, his we're we're just we're this is the Seamus hour. Now we're 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 transitioning the makeup for what Seamus would have yeah. brought to the show. The the combination of Jalen Hurts' looks and the way he dresses, like he's, a, make, he's a bad motherfucker. And Jimmy Garoppolo, obviously, my Italian brother, just out there looking good, dating porn stars and whatnot. <laughs> good for him. And then Joe Burrow's like every current girl's crush, like yeah, for football. True. I don't so, I don't see it with Burrow. Like he's got the swag and all that for sure. Just it's like oh, I, he's got he's got like that rich boy look to him. You know, yeah, he, just, he just looks very like he looks regular. like he's straight out of Gossip Girl. Though. I think Tua should have been okay. way. I can't believe Tua was twenty eight on that list. Go look at Chuck Bass and imagine him with blonde hair. Chuck Bass from Gossip Girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's a uh, Sarah's quarterback ranking list based off attractiveness. I almost asked where she was on January sixth for a second, but <laughs> hey, listen, no, she's got some, dude. Fucking 
Trevor Lawrence was like I second know. to as last. Soon as, as soon as I heard that, I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> all right. And the Sixers. Well, that's all. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. That, that, that's all I had to say. Just just end the Sixers. Fire Doc Rivers. They're there, still existing. Fire Doc Rivers, and Rachel then I'll believe. <laughs> Fire Doc Rivers, and then I'll believe. Uh, we've been on this train for a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, that's all I have to say about them. Fuck them. I'm not wasting any more time. Do you want an ultimate doomer scenario? Oh, God. Yes. Pat, cover your ears. Yeah. Joel, Joel leaves and goes to the Heat or the next, next season. Yeah. That was, Yuck. I mean, that's like ideal for him. Yeah, I hope he goes to the Heat because he loves Jimmy. Someone tweeted. Someone tweeted <laughs> yeah. about. Someone tweeted about how funny it is. The Phillies and the and the Eagles both signed like their star players, like best friend. Yet, like the Sixers <laughs> trade away any friend of Joel Embiid. Like, oh, your but friends. never had friends. friends. Jimmy Jimmy Butler. I know he didn't come back on his own accord, but like it, yeah. was, it was also partially no, the I franchise. Know. But Justin yeah. Anderson was Joel Embiid's best friend though, and they cut him last year. So <laughs> I, again, I'm not wasting any time breaking down the Sixers. Fire Doc Rivers, and I'll believe. Otherwise, I completely believe what I've always believed that we're a second or second round exit. And it's just looking more and more like that. It's every just day. not. Ex- it's not exciting. Please change it up. That's all I have to say. I still watch, but like they I watch because like I actually, hate myself. The the offense is just so stagnant. Like, Doc Rivers can't. Ah, he doesn't call plays. He's just like, hey, Joe, James, why don't you just go ISO? That'll be funny. Fire like, Doc Rivers, man. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Pat, any anything you want to say to wrap the show up? Any well, any, any I'm final thoughts? About the fucking yeah, we started on a high, <laughs> such a high note, and then that just happened. All right, no, I mean, uh, let's fucking go, baby. Trey Turner, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's man. World it, Series again. Next listen, year. it's a good time in the city. I know the Phillies lost the World Series, but like you got fucking NL pennant. Like that's still huge. Yeah. You just made a massive Especially upgrade. Especially when like, it's your first trip yeah. to the playoffs in fucking eleven years. You made a massive upgrade. The fucking obviously we talked about the Eagles. They're eleven and fucking one. You can't complain about that. Mm-hmm. Sixers. Bleh. But anyway, Flyers uh, or the Flyers? Who? <laughs> <John Tortorella? laughs> Honestly, I'm happier that they're losing. This is what they should have been oh, doing no, 100%. all along. Tank for better. Yeah, exactly. Even though it's not uh, anyway, Seamus, uh, we hope you're listening. Uh, we hope we're so better. sorry that you couldn't be here in person, and we're so sorry that you also don't know how to work technology. <laughs> um, that That's on us. But uh, anyway. Oh, I've tried to teach him. That's not on me. That's on you at this point. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got to say. Uh, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode, hopefully with another Eagles win under our belts. Uh, go Birds. Go Phillies. Go Sixers, fire Doc Rivers, please. And we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Let's go, baby.